How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Soapstone. My name is Jake, and I'm joined by my co-host, as always, Dave. How's it going tonight, Dave? It's going good, I think. I've been a pretty, pretty solid Thursday so far. That's true. That's good. I was productive at work for the first time in a while because I had something to do. Um, went to Wegmans for a quick grocery run. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Had some meatloaf, green beans, and a very mashed potato. Usually I like a little bit of chunks in there, mm-hmm. but this was like just potato puree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just going to call it potato puree, but uh, puree sounds better. <laughs> it's more French, right? <laughs> With a little <laughs> accent at the end there. It's pure potato. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, it's a very fine potato. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's a very, very classic potato. <laughs> we must not dilute the potato <laughs> through the, ah, uh, no, no, that's wrong. <laughs> I mean, there's definitely some butter in there for how smooth that was. Yeah. I mean, I hope so. I- Mashed potatoes yeah. with like out uh, salt or butter is just like sadness, basically. I'm gonna also add in garlic. Yeah, it feels like needed prerequisite for that. Mm-hmm. But that's like for anything. <laughs> just garlic, salt, butter, <laughs> anything garlic. on garlic. <laughs> you, well, I mean, like, yeah. I'm just imagining a mixed drink, and you're just like, I mean, like, yeah, it's a like Long Island iced tea, but is it really without garlic? Garlic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, have you ever had like a bowl of cereal without salt, butter, and garlic? Just just a clove or two to have taste. You just had like <laughs> it's just so bland. These cheers are so bland. <laughs> Vampires hate them. <laughs> um, also, do you know what is in a Long Island iced tea? Because I know you don't drink alcohol. Iced tea. That's all I got. No. <laughs> I mean, you were right on the first one. It's, it is an alcoholic uh, drink, but there's no there's no tea. Well, that seems kind of pointless. Is there ice? It's like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but usually it's like, I think it's three to five different shots of different alcohols. And then it's like a splash of Coke for color. Oh. So it's literally just a mix of alcohols. <laughs> it's literally just alcohol. <laughs> oh. That's the primary ingredient. So the Whereas name... most drinks, drinks, most mixed drinks are actually mixed. And this is just kind of, alcohol the name's just ironic i don't know who named it (laughs) i don't know the etymology but what about the entomology oh um (laughs) would venus fly trap (laughs) yeah would ints drink this um but no i do find that just a little bit surprising because that's blatantly misleading and usually alcoholic beverages have some like real key like they have some context for what's in them um i I know you didn't have this at the wedding but uh at the wedding we were recently at there was something called uh amor azul or blue love Mm. and it was so nice it's a tequila based drink with like some elderberry stuff and something else Mm. but that went down like fruit juice that makes sense Amor Azul is what, like, love blue? It's literally that thing I just said, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you're translating it. No, I, I did translate it. Oh, did you? Oh, I somehow missed that entirely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> just cut this part out. Cut this part out. <laughs> I mean, I, I control the edit this week, so I was going to, even if I didn't say I was going to put it in anyway. Uh-huh. There's no, there's no faster way to keep something in one of our episodes then ask to cut it out yeah (laughs) i don't think we've actually 
cut anything out unless we had like a hard stop or like yeah all right that that thing got fucked up right yeah and sometimes we just go on like racist tirades and things like that and we usually don't want to we don't want that to represent the brand that we present here so that was my bad i thought it was a racist parade ah, and yeah. i was trying to bring some levity mm. um that's fair because it's because uh, the balloons for the parade parade right that's where the the levity comes from yeah yeah mm. How can you be racist if you have balloons? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I have no uh, quippy, witty remark or comeback for that. So instead, I'm going to transition into talking about this week's episode, video game breakdown, more stuff, music and games or video games or gaming. We'll use one of those. Music and tabletop gaming. (laughs) What has Monopoly been missing all these years? Yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot. <laughs> Monopoly is not a good game. Fight me. <laughs> it's not. But now I do like the idea of one of the event cards instead of like going to jail or going to go. It's like, oh, go to track 17. Mm-hmm. Publish like, yeah, your mixtape. So <laughs> <laughs> it's like the most AAA kids bop, uh, corporate approved mm-hmm. type music. Yeah. Do, 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 do capitalism. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But anyways, um, games have music in them. Sometimes, most of the time, I would posit. Um, And that's what we're going to talk about. Solid intro, yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So this is one of those things that we wanted to talk about for a little bit. Obviously, every time we talk about a game that we really enjoy, um, one of the key components that can draw us to a game is the music. Because it's very immersive, it drives a lot of the emotional pieces. Mm-hmm. Because we will correlate certain types of music with certain feelings. Because we've been exposed to media, right? Um, we're socialized. <laughs> we've yeah, <laughs> we're we socialists. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, right. right. <laughs> but yeah, like every time I talk about Undertale, like a lot of my memories with it are from the music. Yes. And I get to like relive some of the experiences of the game by re-listening to those songs. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to like give some kudos and some highlights to some really banging video game tracks mm-hmm. and then kind of explore music and games a little more. But we were thinking about starting this off with a quiz. Right. Which is not something we've done since Diablo 2. So I burned an extra hour of Jake's time planning this. <laughs> um, like, yeah, I was like, as, as I'm about to hit the record button, he's like, now what if? I'm like, oh, no, Dave. <laughs> Jake's like, I don't even watch Marvel. Stop it. <laughs> it is. Oh, yeah. No, I haven't seen that either, but I have heard about it. I haven't either. I'm no. way behind on Marvel stuff, but no. I, I don't care at this point anymore. There was like an end to the Infinity War arc, and I was like, that's good. <laughs> I just wasn't stepped away. <laughs> yeah. And then I haven't seen movies or people in such a long time, so it's. Yeah, Marvel's done now. Um, That's fair. But what the plan is, is we're going to go back and forth trading tracks. Uh, We've each sent each other six tracks anonymously labeled. Uh, On our side, we have a cheat sheet, so we know what it is. But we're going to have the person listen to the song for 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. And in the edit, you'll be able to listen along with us. And then afterwards, we'll try and guess what the game is from or what game the song is from. Mm hmm. And then talk about it a little bit and then go back and forth. Right. And then we'll go off the rails talking about more music and game stuff. Yes. Does that sound like a plan? 
I'm gonna edit in one person right. going, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's just like a, a crowd of people disapproving, just like all booze. <laughs> if I had the edit, that's what I would have jumped in with. Yeah, but that's. Do true. you remember Red Block Remover? It sounds familiar. It was like an old Flash game on Newgrounds, Albino Black Sheep, anywhere that had like a, a thing. But anytime you cleared a level, it was like the most happy like like three thousand kids going like (laughs) an army of children celebrating Um, a child army if you will (laughs) yeah i hear that those are popular right in confirm (laughs) um uh but yeah i i mean obviously i'm for this because i put in the time to to pick some songs uh who should start who's our first listener among the co-hosts listening today I'm going to pick you to be first to listen. Okay. All right. So I am going to begin listening to the first track and you guys can listen along. Um, I'm going to not, if I figure it out, I'm not going to immediately spoil it. Um, But uh, feel free to shout out when you get it and we'll, we'll cheer you on. I won't be upset if you spoil it for me. Dear listening. I'm getting like some funky vibes for sure. Mm-hmm. 80s, 80s sort of synthy stuff. Oh my gosh, I'm not gonna get this one. I don't think I get it. It's. It's got a lot of like running man running in the 90s sort of like energy to it, but I don't think I know what this is from. Some sort of arcade or indie game. So I will, I'll give you two hints. Mm -hmm. One, you are correct. It is indie related, but it's actually DLC for a non-indie game. Interesting. Hmm. Is it a platformer? It is not a platformer. Okay, I give up. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so this track was... Payday 2 Hot Pursuit from the Hotline Miami DLC. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. That makes sense. A little bit of a curveball. Yeah. But I think um, this one in particular, uh, so we played some after Jacket was added to the game, obviously. I picked him, but that was toward the end of our payday time. That's my excuse for why I didn't remember the, the fair, track. Fair. Um, but I think it's your turn. If you would like to listen to my number one, All right, I'm going to be checking this out. Let's go. Very chill. A little bit spacey. I also want to say it's from an indie game. Um, mm-hmm. Knee Jerk says Celeste, but I know it's not because I've listened to that whole OST. <laughs> right. You'd immediately know. It does sound a little bit Risk of Rainy as well. I mean, you said it. You said it, basically. So you're, you're correct. Uh, Is it Risk of it's Rain? It's Risk of Rain 2. 
Um, ah, nice. So, yeah, but I, that, that would count. I mean, the soundtrack between the first and the second games, I think they're the exact same composer. I don't know how you'd tell the difference between them. No, they're so. Like, I know we've mentioned his name before, but like I've forgotten it since. Mm-hmm. You get like Microsoft Sam to say his name here for us. Chris, Chris now, now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that one is Risk of Rain. I actually, I didn't even, so we played some Risk of Rain too, but I haven't listened to the soundtrack a lot. I just know that having played the game with you, I was like, Dave may know Risk of Rain. I'm not going to pick like the title theme or like one of the most noticeable tracks and see if you can still get it, so. Good job on that one. Yeah. Are we ready? I can do number two. All right, do it up. Okay, this has to be Warhammer. I think. Is it? It. It's so like dark gothic. I want to say Mechanicus, like right off the bat. but it could also be in another game with religious themes. Huh. It's it's literally like kind of like Latin singing type. Is it what what was the um Okay, I'm at time. So, let's see. Uh this would be I know that there what was that religious <laughs> yeah, what was that religious game? The two-dimensional uh, side scroll. I can never remember the name of it. It's. I like how every time like we talk about this game, I'm the one who can never remember the name of that game. Uh-huh. It's blasphemous. Blasphemous, yeah. But no, it's it is not, not blasphemous. blasphemous. And it's not 40k. It is not 40k. Dang it! All right, I was really hoping it was Mechanicus. Um, really good soundtrack. Should pick. Are you are you puzzled by this? I am. Song? Is it a game I played? Are you puzzled by this song? Am I puzzled? I don't play puzzle games, so that immediately disqualifies this song. Um, am I puzzled by this song? Yes. I know that is the hint, but I'm going to just answer okay. flatly. <laughs> so this is Sanctuary from the Talos Principle. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I never played that game. I just made up my entire experience with manufacturing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, to be fair, it was a while back. That one, um, that one is fair though. That makes sense. That would be one of the um, uh, the more ethereal areas as you're ascending. Um, yeah, I. So like for these so far, like these are all like really banging tracks mm-hmm. from good games. Um, we can wait and delve into more stuff later. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, let's just okay, yeah, keep the ball rolling. Let's keep it going. Uh, right, my number two, up track two. This is some elevator ass shit. Um, so you've hit the title of the track already. But identifying what it's from is gonna kill me. Have I have I played this? You have. Shit. We even had an episode on it, although it's pretty old. Oh. Hear me out. Okay. I'm now going to say Stanley Parable. It is. Yes, it is the Stanley Parable. I had to explicitly. I was like, why, why are there like light background vocals? Uh-huh. The narrator. I had to literally splice this so that he didn't say Stanley because that's how he opens the track. He's like, Stanley. Oh, he's like, Stanley. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, nope, not putting that in. Let's move the track over. <laughs> um, that was a sneaky one. I like yeah. that. 
that's that's what I'm going. For. I'm going for the curveball that you ultimately do hit at the end, but you gotta like you gotta track it for a bit first. All right, I'll go for three and see if I can actually land one. Also getting some some sort of like eight bit indie vibes. Some synth in there. The piano is like a little bit. I feel the piano is too pronounced for this to be some like super giant. Strong bass. And then it goes crazy. <laughs> okay, I don't think I'm... I'm not sure on this one either. I, it's definitely an indie game, though. It is indie. Uh, definitely pixelated. And I'll even throw in it's a top-down view. Top-down view? Have I played it? Yes, but not as much as some other people we know. Myself included. Gotcha. Hmm. Pixelated, top-down view, indie... It's is it a roguelike? It is a roguelike. It is a roguelike. Is it Isaac? Is this from Isaac? Yeah. Nice. Binding of Isaac. Now this is from Antibirth specifically, but this is the basement theme. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. I've got one on the board. I'm happy for that. Yeah. I've got my got my one. Um so yeah. now you can click my three. See if you can pick this one. It's subtle. Here we go. Oh, so, yep. Mm-hmm. I'm getting something very uh, quiet, lonely, spacey. Though maybe lonely is not the right term. I'm going to let this play out. Uh-huh. <laughs> Jake was nice enough to like cut his in like exactly 30 seconds. That is Among Us. Yep. That's the the main menu theme. Which I think 100%. is the only music that game has, if exactly. I remember correctly. <laughs> I was like, you know what would be funny? Among Us. I'm like, ah, oh, that's just only one song. Uh-huh. This is, this, is, uh, this is my meme pick. Um, that was a good meme pick. I had to throw that I will in. say, I did throw in a meme pick for Jake as well. That's coming up. That's good. All right, you ready for track four? All right, I am listening. Okay, um, synth, upbeat, higher production value, space sounds. Um, hmm. I'm almost getting like dark, perfect dark, literally vibes, but I don't think it's perfect dark. It's a little too upbeat. Um, so there's, there's some options for what this could be. This could just be a track from, uh, another kind of like dark industrial type game, something like Ruiner or, um, Ghost Runner or something in that space. Is it, is it like a cyberpunk type game? No, it's more of an older RTS. Older RTS. Uh, Command and Conquer? Is it from Command and Conquer? No. Nah. Crap. Is it uh is it one that I've played? I think you might have played it. 
I know I've definitely talked about it. Mm. Is it classic Starcraft? Or <laughs> <laughs> Brood War? Uh, not quite. <laughs> huh. Okay, older RTS one that have you played it? I, I have played you it. You have definitely played it. And you've talked about it. And I may have played it. Unfortunately. Let, let me throw know. the hint out, and sure. if we don't get it, we'll move past. Sure. They made a movie about it. They made a movie about an RTS. And <laughs> That sounds like a bad idea. <laughs> Was it a good movie? <laughs> uh, huh. Uh, yeah, I don't recall. I, I picked very niche curveballs, apparently. Mm-hmm. This is from War Games. Uh, this is gotcha. OST Track 7. Ah, But it's something that you'd hear. At, like, I thought the of the name. Startup. I just didn't think of the game. I was like, this is definitely OST Track 7 for something. <laughs> This is this is classic track seven right here. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I never played war games. Uh, for, okay, for the record, but yeah. that was my bad. Oh. That was a little bit too niche. It's all good. Uh, feel free to queue up mine number four, right. track four. The way this is like compressed makes me feel like old PS one. Might have been going for it. They might have been going for it. So. Nothing's too distinct for this. Right. This sounds like something I would make in FL Studio. <laughs> <laughs> but better, but much better. Hmm. Okay, so my best guess is Centipede, like 3D. Gotcha. Um, so this is actually a newer game. I guess it's old at this point. Um, does it help? This is a big hint, I feel. Mm-hmm. Actually, is that hint? All right, the hint is Valve title, Valve published. They don't really publish games. <laughs> right. There's, <laughs> There's no options. <laughs> You're like, that doesn't expand it at all. Half-Life 2. Uh, it's uh, from the original Portal. So this is the escape track that plays when you're when you're escaping i kind of picked this one because i figured no one's paying attention to the music when they're running for their lives um but this is when you escape your uh, birthday party yeah going back after you said i do hear that now right yeah the context it's basically the only track i feel i could have picked from portal that wouldn't have been like portal (laughs) right right there (laughs) still alive yeah it's portal yeah i feel yeah yeah all right, I'm going to venture a guess on this next one for you for track five. You're going to get it immediately. All right, I'm going to feel real disappointed if I don't get it. I will also feel really disappointed. <laughs> okay, yeah, I got it immediately. I'll give it some time for the, for the listeners. Such a good game. all right i'm at time so this is loop hero 100 percent lich's theme i think i can't remember the exact name but it's it is the lich's theme cosmic temperance is the song but yeah loop hero spot on yeah mm-hmm. it's really i good. uh i have a cover of that that i listen to on spotify mm-hmm like if I'm just like walking around and like every time like that the drop comes I'm like yeah I I sh- I should have I'm I I'm almost regretful that I didn't pick a song from this just to hear listen to uh Lupiro more 
it's it's really good which is why i just had to like throw it in yeah it's it's ridiculous oh my gosh such a good such a good song and now i'm not sure if it was actually because the name cosmic temperance makes me think that it was a different boss instead of the lich but i'm still going with it i still think it's the lich we'll see i think it's when like the arena shows up or like the whatever it's it's one of the boss portals because that's when all their tracks kick in i'm just not uh, i I think it is for the lich feel it is yeah you want to listen to number five for me here we go number five mambo number is it mambo number five (laughs) that would would be hilarious (laughs) here we go smoke beat synth Oh, there's a drop in there. There's some build. Okay, I have a, a guess, because it's definitely cyberpunky themed. <laughs> I want to venture Ghost Runner. Yeah. Yeah, that is correct. Uh, title, Let Them Know, is what it's called. But yeah, it is from Ghost Runner. I nice. thought about this as soon as we got to the track and you were listening to it. I was like, did I fall into the psychological blunder of guessing for your track, the thing that I had picked for my track? You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, tell me five things that are worth thinking about. And you're like, all right, I'll tell you, you know, whatever. But I keep saying penis. <laughs> penis, penis, penis. <laughs> uh, but I had to include Ghost Runner. So good. Ghost Runner also. Bang game. Great soundtrack. Yeah. It feels kind of like cheating because, I mean, it, these aren't all original compositions you know some of them are other tracks out there but they all fit into the game too well um but i can move on to number six six is my mimi pick all right so this is so this is that this is that mech game you made me play (laughs) (laughs) i could probably spend the next 20 minutes trying to recall the exact name but I'll, I'll try to guess the name at the end. <laughs> For everyone who's listening now and guess like the opening to an anime, you're still pretty much correct. <laughs> All right. I'm at time. So it's like Shogo or something. Yep. Yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. Shogo Mobile Armor Division. That's the main theme. Yeah. I needed the freebie. My score was a little bit low. I needed the freebie <laughs> at the end. <laughs> but... So like legitimately like that game doesn't really have like standout music at all but the opener yeah. holy shit yeah it's literally it's literally an anime opening um my last one's not a meme pick so if you want to learn right, see. put the pedal to the metal getting very chill vibes again some high pitch worrying build Layered in some drums. Having trouble placing though. Mm-hmm. Still getting those indie vibes. Yeah, I think this would qualify as an indie game. It was massively successful though. This is the first time. I'm going to say Mirror's Edge. Very close. I actually almost put a Mirror's Edge track in here, <laughs> but. Um, uh, this one is uh, more aquatic in nature. Subnautica? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Indie, 
water-based game. There you go. Yeah, Subnautica. Right? As soon as you said water-based, I'm like, Subnautica. Subnautica, though. Um, yeah, so this is uh, Safe Shallows from Subnautica. Nice. Yeah. I was, like, listening to different tracks on it, and apparently the tail end of their OST is, like, rave music or something that's, like, not even in the game except, like, on the OST. Just, like, the credits or something? I have no idea. It's not even in the credits because the credits are pretty chill. Oh, no? Like, I don't oh. know where it is in the game or if it's just in the files, but it was hilarious. It's, like, not going with that because that's disingenuous to pick. But Safe Shallows, this would be what you would hear when you start the game um, after the first dive, I believe, which has its own track. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So out of these, were any like real standouts for like, holy shit, that was my jam. Uh, among the picks for myself? Yeah, or the picks pick from like yours? either your list for me or my list for you of, of these 12 songs. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a huge sucker for that loop, uh, loop here song in particular. Um, yeah, it's really good. Like, honestly, a lot of tracks on that OST, um, like they're all good. There's a few that are really standouts. And that one is just like, it's an 8-bit drop, right? Like, if this would have come out in an 8-bit game, people would be nostalgic Loser for this shit. in 20 years, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, um, it's freaking great. And the way that it builds to the escalation in the game, and it's just attached to those good vibes of, like, you're about to finish this loop for me. So, Yeah, this is something I'd categorize under, like, driving music mm-hmm. because it has that build and it's getting you hype. Right. It's not something that's like ambient and just out there, which I'd say like a number of these tracks definitely are. And like it fits the tone of those games for those moments. Mm-hmm. But the thing with like Loop Hero's Cosmic Temperance is like the game's already like pretty fun and well designed musically. Yeah. But when you get to that drop, you're like, oh, fuck, it's on. Mm-hmm. And that's such a good feeling in a game because it really gets you invested. And I th- I do think part of it is like, and we, we can talk about this more in general terms, but like a lull in the pacing of the game, particularly Loop Hero, if you were to critique it, one critique could be that if you're just sitting there farming, going loop by loop by loop by loop, it's not a terribly engaging experience. It's kind of like an idle game almost when you're mm-hmm. almost done with the map. Um, but then the music drops and the contrast between like this plateau you were at and the peak that you're climbing to is... It's choice. It's good stuff. Yeah, it's true. You can't have like stuff going twenty four seven. So like even like something like Doom twenty sixteen, obviously great fucking music. Yeah. Uh, actually, let's let's put a little listen here. I'm gonna guess what you added uh, after the fact. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess that it's BFG division. <laughs> Maybe it's not, but it probably is. <laughs> yeah, it's very much like there'll be like some background music going on, but like when it really picks up is during these fight sequences where you're fighting like hordes of demons, and it gets your blood pumping and it motivates you to keep going forward. Obviously, if you had something that was like much more laid back, uh, it would be a much different tone. Of like, ah, yes, casual demon murder, sips on pipe. Right. 
Do you sip on a pipe? I, I don't smoke. I, yeah, I mean, maybe a water pipe. I hear those are things. I don't know. A bubble pipe. Is a that, bubble. that a thing still? Yeah. It's like you blow bubbles through it and you, then you dip it back in the, the bubble. Bubble bubble sauce, I assume it's called. I don't know. <laughs> bubble sauce. <laughs> is that just soap? Is that just... <laughs> is that soapy water? <laughs> don't drink this. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, you can't, you can't go completely all... Like, you can't go to the wall all the time without diminishing the overall impact of the escalation, right? Like, I, I, for our notes here, I think the driving music, um, as as it's termed here, like, is our top category. We have tons of examples of music, you know, kind of driving the pace of the game. And a lot of them are very uh, upbeat, and it feels really good to like engage with that but you need the lull you need the downtime let your senses recover a little bit or else it just all becomes kind of noise or normalized in the background yeah so like any dj who's playing in a club is going to have like some slow stuff some more upbeat stuff mm-hmm. because it, you need to ride the wave like otherwise like you said it's just it's pure noise and you burn out so quick you saying that kind of reminds me of, I think it's Lonely Island's skit. It's like, when will the bass drop? When will the bass drop? And they're oh, just yeah. like, <laughs> when will the bass drop? When will the bass drop? For like two minutes. <laughs> then the bass drops and everyone's heads literally explode in gore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's it's the give and take. It's the give and take in music. Um, Is there another example you want to splice in of like a really good example of something you've enjoyed as far as like driving music? Yeah. I mean... I have I have several I really like here. Um, I have to mention my essentially meme pick at this point, but Revengeance. I'll treat it not as a meme pick. It does actually have really awesome music. I've listened to the OST a bunch. Um, but in particular, um, and a few games on this list actually have this feature, uh, as a boss fight escalates, um, it'll layer audio to like, this part's just vocals, but now like the backing guitar comes in now like we're switching to the next phase of the song so like Mm -hmm. as you're going through the boss fight the music is matching the phase that you're in um and that builds to the the climax of the fight and i think that's it's freaking awesome is what it is it's really fucking cool to have pieces built together because like for like the the few hours i've messed around fl studio total Mm -hmm. like now sometimes when i listen to a song like oh how did they do that um where like you can like piece apart certain things, but it feels really cool like when it all comes together. So like if I'm fucking around at FL Studio trying to like make a song, I'll start with like a simple coupled notes into like a chord type thing. Like, okay, here's uh some bars. And then I'll layer it, I'll shift it, and then like piece some things together. And it feels really cool to have it all actually come together. Yeah. Um because like Going back to Lee motifs with anything in Undertale, mm-hmm. you hear pieces of cool audio and then you have those extra layers built in. Right. Or you're like, oh my God, that was a thing from earlier, but it's now better. Mm-hmm. Like they, they've just improved upon it by adding more instruments. You get to hear it as a more complete piece. Right. Rather than just something 8-bit. But yeah, um, Undertale's, Undertale's freaking great for a lot of reasons, I think, on our list. Um, obviously the consistency, the Liat motifs, re- everything about that, go back to our Undertale episode. There's so much, right? But um, 
musically to try to limit it to the music or the impact on the game, even the use of Liat motifs builds the sense of community and belonging by making you feel everything's connected, right? Here's an upbeat track. It relates to the themes present in the community. Here's a dramatic track related to the themes present in the community. Things like that. It ties the world together. Which is legitimately hard to do. Um, But really impressive when it comes together. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Shout out to Toby Fox. (laughs) Yeah. Deltarune episode. One of these days. One of these days. Um, And Undertale. It's OST. It's freaking great. It was it was a mistake. I remember I literally have a memory of um, driving like around the time we were all playing it kind of at work. We already had completed the game and I had like the OST on in the car. I'm just like, maybe I shouldn't pick a song like a track that'll actually just make me cry in front of my coworkers, you know, in the car. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I mean, there's not that many video game tracks that could elicit that emotion from me and Undertale Undertale still can. That's, again, a really impressive feat for a game because I don't normally have emotions, Mm -hmm. but that game made me feel emotions. And part of that was because of the music associated with the events happening at the time. Yeah. So my brain just will call back that with the music when it's played. I'm like, oh, shit. So it's really fucking awesome. I, like, I re- listened to when I went to the grocery store today, I listened to what was it? Another medium. Mm-hmm. Another when you first medium. gets like the hot lava area. Yep. Um, and it just, it's such a banger. Yeah. The game also, another aspect I want to give it credit for is it knows. So a lot of games will tailor their music to the gameplay. That's a good idea. You should do that. A hundred percent. You should do that. But there are times in undertale where it feels like the gameplay is actually tailored to the music. And by that, there will be like sections at the end where you're just kind of walking through a pretty open area um, specifically. So the game will let you focus on the music track, slow it down, take stock of what's going on, you know, ask yourself some questions and then move to the next scene. Um, It's basically the equivalent of like a loading screen if it had way more intent and like purpose to it. And it's really freaking great. Like, yeah, I, I'm just in blanket agreement for anything. That Jason <laughs> We've talked about, <laughs> talked about it at length in almost every episode. <laughs> right. I was going to say it's, it's been like, uh, you know, over half hour or whatever at this point, we should get rid of that dark souls related logo. I feel like it's confusing for people. <laughs> right. Substone from Undertale. <laughs> yeah, 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 the Undertale people. <laughs> right. You didn't, you didn't summon any phantoms in Undertale. Man, that game must have been hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but yeah, for sure. Um, is there another one on this list? Do you think feel uh, falls well into this this driving principle, or maybe exhibits a different angle or aspect to it? So. The last example I got a call back is from another old episode of Fury mm-hmm. because the whole fucking time. Yeah. Like the boss battles are obviously very active and aggressive music, but using Toxic Avengers cut here. Mm-hmm. 
I like how I'm not going to re-listen to like the whole episode and cut out this anyway. <laughs> you basically have to. <laughs> yeah, this is this is going to be like the most difficult episode to edit, second to the actual fairy episode. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking fucked for time. Um, <laughs> but the reason that I love that so much is that like in between these boss fights, you have narrative going on which is kind of encouraging you from a story standpoint saying like, got to figure out what's going on, move forward. Mm-hmm. But as the music goes, it's like a constant build. It's not just downtime where you're walking like, Oh, it's just chill. It's like something's coming. Yeah. It's me. I'm the fucking reckoning mm-hmm. and it gets you pumped for the next boss fight. Yeah. And they just do a really good job of that. Yeah. And the, the song names like become, spoilers basically like by the end of the game and i love that when like when your gameplay and the titles of the tracks that admittedly i don't even think um that song was actually maybe it was made for toward the end of the game some of those songs actually were made for the game and they fit in just perfectly they just fit in perfectly um it it really does fall into like I think when we reviewed reviewed when we talked about Fury, um, we're like this is basically a boss fight simulator, and the soundtrack is boss fight music simulator, <laughs> and it's really good. Boss mm-hmm, fight music mm-hmm. is some of the best, you know. Um, what about for some games that are less action driven mm-hmm. and are a little more like chill ambient? Right. My mind will always jump to Disaster Piece. Right. who did the music for Hyperlight Drifter mm-hmm. and other games. Just look up what he's done. Floor is Jelly. Mm-hmm. I never will get that into an episode or a video. <laughs> it's too much work. You, um, shot it, you shot it down yourself. I think I, at this point sometimes we're reason, just like, it's, we have like a 10-minute episode <laughs> or we just listen you to jump. the OST. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. um, but I feel like he does a really good job of things that are more ambient or isolationist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do like... This is really important. This isn't on our list, but I'm going to throw it up here. Um, but um, Breath of the Wild actually also has an astoundingly good soundtrack. Like when we're playing Smash, the reason that my level is currently the Breath of the Wild level is because I love the music for like the Great Plateau and uh, everything related to that. Um, and it uses, you know, common gameplay design decisions like this music will play in this area. This is the combat music. This is this, what what have you. But when a game's focused particularly on exploration, that allows most of the music tracks to kind of just enter this soothing background state in a world where you're exploring at your own pace. Um, and I guarantee you there's like hundreds of playlists on YouTube that are just like, listen to Breath of the Wild music to sleep. Here you go. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, there's a million chilled Nintendo vibes. Uh-huh type stuff where it's just a little bit more laid back i feel like minecraft does a good job of that as well yes as far as hey here is you're exploring you don't constantly have music but then it kind of fades in Mm -hmm. starts raining oh yeah goes down music kicks in 
and it just it feels really good because all of that music is very soothing mm-hmm. piano based and it's just you alone with like some chickens punching some trees hanging out maybe going to a cave um but like it helps with the loneliness mm-hmm. because like if you are doing a single player exploration game it's like hey there's something here with me it's the music right and it just it feels good like you know when you've played a game and you've been soothed by the music mm-hmm. you appreciate it it's not just like oh that's cool you're like ah it's like taking a sip of hot tea yeah. that's what it feels like yeah i think at risk of uh putting our listeners to sleep we should have at least a little excerpt from uh c418 here um that i'm sure everyone will recognize Now that I've woken back up, <laughs> we can resume uh, with the uh, the episode. But honestly, multiple albums. Like if you like that sample, um, there was the original recording uh, for Minecraft. But there's also like um, a couple other albums that have, have come out. Um, where I see 418, they all have like absolute bangers that have been added to the game over the years. So if it's been a long time since you played. Might be missing out on some of that uh, some of that sweet audio. I think there's one called like a pig remix. <laughs> I believe it. Or pig pig step. Uh huh. It's actually good. I forget what it what exactly it's for in Minecraft. The title. I've definitely me checked a that bit. out. <laughs> it's not as crazy as I'm making it sound, but I'm imagining. I just remember being a good track. It's like dubstep with pig sounds. No, <laughs> that would be awful. <laughs> you hear like the the building pig squeal, huh? Oh yeah, this is this is kind of kind of a banger. Yeah, it's surprisingly good. Hmm. Yeah, not a, I. I wasn't familiar with this one, so as of apparently the Nether update last year. <laughs> so <laughs> what's gonna be great is when I don't edit this in. But if you were just like. Yeah, well, this is this is the homework. <laughs> this is the homework section. You gotta look up uh, pig step. Um, of these categories, so like we have a couple here, and these are like some high level ones that were just briefly thought of. Yeah. Definitely didn't not covering everything, but ambient exploration slash isolation driving feels. Yeah, mm-hmm. and for like a brief description on feels, it's like things you listen to and you're like. Oh God, I I do have emotions. Yeah. So like when you listen back. to anything in near, mm-hmm. you're like, oh yeah. Um, whimsy for something that's like very lighthearted, right? Maybe they're introducing like a joking character mm-hmm. uh, into the mix or something else is happening. It's just not sad. Yeah. It's very lighthearted. Um, like a character comes on screen and then their theme music starts playing. 
that's yes you know, whimsy. Um, it is I, the guy who flings poop. <laughs> right? Is he a villain? I think he's a villain. Um, he would have been the best last Smash character, the guy who flings poop. Right. Yeah, I and I think so. I actually I put this one in here, and I want to. I know you haven't challenged me on it yet, but I want to defend it for mm-hmm. exploration slash isolation. I put Left for Dead, and I okay. realize that's going to sound weird, but. Left 4 Dead absolutely tailors the music to what's happening in the game. It was part of a like game director system. So like I almost guarantee no one would know what the music sounds like in Left 4 Dead when you're just slowly making your way through zombies. Um, but like when like Bile gets thrown or something like that, the horde starts running in, you know, and the music picks up, uh, everyone would probably be able to identify that sound. Um, and so the music really fates, it matches the pace of the survivors progressing through the level. Like it's really low. So you can keep track of everything that's going on. Perhaps you could hear special infected call outs, things like that. And their sounds that they're making. Mm-hmm. Um, but as soon as things start to go out of control, um, all of that gets lost in the music itself. It no longer is giving you the advantage of being able to hear everything. Um, yeah, like when chaos breaks down, it's like, hey, you got to shoot a lot of shit mm-hmm. and quick. Exactly. And like there's very few points in the game where it's absolutely like, hey, we're going to just blast you with music. Um, I think the finales are one part where they'll uh, usually emphasize the music a bit more. And the standout one for me is when you reach a safe house. It's like especially Left 4 Dead 2, there's like the guitar riff of Arrival. Um because there's nothing else to take your attention. You're just like staring at a score screen basically at that point. <laughs> yeah, the only thing that's jumping out at me is like the Yeah, I think that's the Left 4 Dead 2 one. The Left 4 Dead yeah. 1 uh, Safe House song was more rock, I believe. It was more electric guitar. Um, but hey, what was I doing? <laughs> <laughs> you were doing banjo, I think. <laughs> I think that's what I was hearing. But yeah, that's definitely not a game where like certain songs I'm like, oh, I could definitely have listened to this on a playlist. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do like the dynamic music of things for going between like we're walking or we're fighting for our life. Yeah, it's really cool and it suits those types of games. Whereas I have to give mention, fucking Starcraft, mm-hmm. some bangers oh, for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, any of the Terran themes from original starcraft it's those, really just the terran theme those get brought up um, a ton yeah. terran one still on my playlist always mm-hmm. will be it's so like ubiquitous that when watching professional games for starcraft 2 um like they will use <laughs> the terran themes like for the broadcasts because uh, everybody knows everybody knows it was just good like mm-hmm. it's one thing I really liked about old Blizzard is they had a lot of really cool tracks in their games. Mm-hmm. Like I love when I listen to something in a game and I'm like, wow, I never actually knew whether like the type of genre of music existed oh, yeah. mm-hmm. or it's just, it's so out there and unique and lovable. And I'm like, and I'll steal that from my playlist. Yeah. So I can listen to it forever mm-hmm. again. Like Diablo Tristram is a very iconic track because of how, 
long it is uh-huh. uh but how much like the music does it's like eight seconds of crazy awesome acoustic guitar that makes you feel lonely but also empowered uh-huh. but also you want to fight satan i don't know it's just it's so good it is really good there weren't that many um to my recollection like super standout tracks in diablo 2 i remember like the act 2 desert area ambient um i could have just said desert i guess but um interest drum as as absolute standouts but like tristram i think they literally made they made another track for it for um diablo 3 at some point i think they've done it in each version yeah i never played diablo 1 because it was literally just keep going down floors but (laughs) um but yeah that was yeah there's always a standout there and I think that's it's an impressive ambience. I think the thing Diablo 2 in particular to get around, even though I don't know the specific tracks, is so many of their tracks sound desolate. Like they make you feel like you're a wanderer at the end of the world, essentially, or civilizations falling apart. Um, or in one case, uh, the other standout for Diablo 2 was, do you remember the um, the harem like beneath the palace? Mm-hmm. The track there is freaking haunting. Like it legitimately. I don't remember the track specifically. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to like find it. We pause the recording, which is literally not a thing that we do anymore, <laughs> and have you listen to it. And I don't even know if I want to include a soundbite for it because it's just like sad and very very creepy. But um, music can be used to convey a sense of like dread and mystery. And they did that for sure. Do you think that it's I'm already going to shoot down my, my question here. Sure. Do you think it's possible for music to not be able to express or convey a specific type of emotion or feeling? Or do you think everything can be encompassed by music? I'm uh, I'm just imagining that this is like a clay pigeon shoot and you throw the pigeon <laughs> in the shotgun. I've but loaded yeah. the pigeon into the gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just shoot clay everywhere. <laughs> clay shotgun. Um, I think music hits most of them. Like, I might, it might be tough to pick out a specific emotion on the spot that music couldn't make you feel, right? Like, strings lend tension a lot of the time. Um, and even absence of music like is unnerving if you feel it should be there. Yeah, it's it's wild what can be done with sound design mm-hmm. in general. But I feel like a lot of that is somebody at some point in a movie um, tried out a thing for what they're going for. Mm-hmm. And then that became the thing. Bwah. <laughs> Right. <laughs> or like the theremin in like old horror films. Ah, yeah, I see. What because mean. it was a very freaky out there instrument. Nobody knew what the fuck it was. So it was very foreign. And now we associate that with fear. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Sorry, not theremin. That's the theremin or whatever it is. Right? Spacey. But using, sorry, like a, like a violin bow on just pieces of metal 
for like a very sharp shrill sound is something we associate with like horror and that was somebody just fucking around in a studio but then that became the thing right or the same reason we now think of like jazz and sex being a thing together <laughs> right. you hear a jazzy riff you're like oh it was, uh, in yeah. the mood type thing right that is really funny and i don't know you literally have to be a scientist to study the relationship between conditioning with music and and reality because like what if there's somebody out there and they hear like the 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 spooky theremin type sound and um (laughs) there's like oh yeah and we train this person to like be really happy when this happens right (laughs) wouldn't they hear shrill sounds like oh it is a good day (laughs) right (laughs) we feed them whenever people are screaming (laughs) and now (laughs) just get really excited when people scream (laughs) um science gone too far yeah yeah in this case it would (laughs) have Yeah, I do think a lot of it is off of existing tropes or things that we associate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is why you can put that in there like, oh, people recognize it as this because it's understood as that. Yeah. Um, it would be really interesting to find somebody, like you're saying, who's like so removed from all of that mm-hmm. to where they would form completely unbiased opinions for what certain sounds or songs might make them feel. Yeah. And I think like what's funny about this is um, so one of your points here was like, are there any examples of games where the music doesn't exactly fit or it's not good enough? And I was looking at this question on the notes and I was like, I can think of none (laughs) because like, so on the scale of acceptability, anyone who's raised in a society kind of knows if the music fits. Um, maybe you could sort of miss a little bit or it could be uninspired. You're just like, Oh, are you playing rock music and a first person shooter? Cool. You know? Right. Um, but at the same time, like, you know, when it's completely missing or if it's entirely off the mark, right. It's not like my heart will go on in Starcraft or something like that. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, And so I couldn't think of anything because I think it's just so ingrained in people like music appropriate, not appropriation, appropriateness of music to the situation Um, to some extent. It's just some people have a much better idea of what could be done with music. Yeah. And to those people who innovate and do really cool shit, Lena Rain, shout out to you again. Yeah. Um, Disaster piece, Darren Korb. Oh, yeah. We didn't even say super giant. I put, mean, put them under feels. They've, <laughs> they've gotten so many mentions. Uh-huh. It's supposed to be like, they didn't mention Halo 1. That's a really notable <laughs> notable song. We know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of good stuff out there. Which we definitely can't cover all of it. Yeah. But I would love to hear people's thoughts on something that maybe this is a really good song for motivating me or this song always makes me feel sad. Yeah. Maybe it's from like your experience with the game. Maybe just the music itself. A lot of times I'll hear music from a game that I've never fucking played and be like, wow, Neo Tokyo is a cool game. Yeah, I should Ed, probably play Ed it. Ed Harrison, right? Ed Harrison has amazing tracks. Yeah. And Neo Tokyo was like a fan mod for a game. They somehow got him to make an OST that is going to carry the legacy of the game far past its lifespan. <laughs> I've listened to like a three hour OST of that game mm-hmm. more times than 
<sighs> more times. Yeah. A lot. More times than you, mm-hmm. buddy. Probably true. Probably true. This is at the audience, not you. You've probably listened to it more than I have. <laughs> I also have to just throw in the name Chrono, Chrono Trigger and Chrono Cross. Um, or Ooh, else yeah. someone's just going to beat me with a stick later. <laughs> That's I just have to I have to say it. It's part of the contract. <laughs> and we really didn't touch that much on retro games, right? We kind of skipped over the entirety of you know Yoshi, Mario, all of these Kirby. classic themes. Kirby, Mega yeah. Man, and those are amazing in their own right. Um, it's not really possible for us to make this episode not take an entire day. And still cover, you know, what is the core of music and gaming. I'm going to say just as like a blanket thing to cover retro. There's a YouTuber called 8-Bit Music Theory where he goes in and kind of like breaks up how certain games were composed and is really cool. And if you just like music, you don't need to have any knowledge of how to make music because God knows I don't. Mm-hmm. But it's really cool to see what he goes into uh, and how some written things were done. Just cool. Yeah. Check it out. No, that's entirely fair. Um, I'm going to thank everybody for sticking around for this extra long episode. I assume after the edit, which, as we mentioned, Dave has this week, it's going to be three hours. So uh, really an endurance run from you guys, even more so than than from us for the recording. Um, But uh, thank you guys for sticking around. As uh, Dave said, please send in your favorite tracks. We'd love to listen to them. Um, if you want to send those in, uh, you could do so at soapstonepodcast at gmail.com. Or if you want to share your favorite uh, gaming music with the rest of the world who are all following us on our Facebook page, you could do so at facebook.com slash soapstonepodcast. And as always, we'll see you in the next one. Have a good night. <laughs>